Welcome to a special edition of the Wide Open Podcast. As always, the Wide Open Podcast is brought to you by Ryan Abitoy Designs, Rad Custom Graphics. Ryan is the man for all of your graphics needs. If you're looking for new graphics to freshen up that ride that you got that you're banging around in the desert, give Ryan a call. Uh, if you're one of those guys that you got some extra change in your pocket and you can go out and afford to buy yourself a Sprinter, well, you got to wrap that sucker and make sure that everybody knows who you are when you're rolling down the road, and Ryan's the guy that can take care of that. Even if it's something as small as buying yourself one of those brand new fancy Beat Perkins hats, you give Ryan a call, he'll hook you up. Hats, t-shirts, graphics, graphic design, wraps, and anything in between, Ryan's the guy you want to talk to. So reach out to Ryan at radcustomgraphics.com. I know it's been a couple of weeks since I did a podcast. We did one last night, and I thought uh, the best way to make up for a few weeks of not doing a podcast is just to go ahead and do a couple back-to-back. There's something that's been on my mind. It's a question that I get asked a lot. And I thought it would be interesting to have to, to do a little podcast on it. And as you're listening along, you can kind of answer this question for yourself. I get asked all the time from people who don't do what it is that we do, what is desert racing? I run into all kinds of different people uh, away from, from my regular life of, of District 37 who have motorcycles and they ride motorcycles and then they find out that I race. and they you know, immediately ask, hey, do you race motocross? And I say, no, I'm a, I'm a desert racer. And they ask, what's a desert race? And that's a pretty interesting question. And I would imagine that if you asked 20 different people who race desert, you would get 20 different answers on what a desert race is. Now, I know what the technical definition of a desert race is based on what we have in our rule book, uh, how we break it up between desert scrambles and hare and hounds and euro scrambles, all of which are desert races. And let's not confuse this question with what is a desert race uh, with, with what, what should a desert race be or what should pay desert points because that's a whole other conversation that we can get into and there is no answer to that. Again, if you ask 20 different people, you would get 20 different answers. And it's, uh, it's even more magnified right now with, uh, with the proposal to remove desert points from a Grand Prix. So, what is desert racing? I mean, I think if you talk to some older guys who've been doing it, uh, you know, since the 60s, their answer to what a desert race would be completely different than what, a, what the answer to what a desert race would be now. So I guess I can only share what I think a desert race is. Now, you know, popular, the popular thought on racing in general is that uh, you're out there racing uh, for, the, for the whole purpose of winning. Uh, that uh, at the end of a race you get a trophy, people know what it is that you did. I mean, that's, that's, what, uh, that's what's sexy, that's what everybody likes to watch, that's what uh, you see on TV when you watch Supercross. And for the motocross guys, that's, that's what it's all about for them, you know, out there racing and, and earning that trophy. But desert racing is something completely different. Once you start that race, uh, as soon as you leave, leave view of the people who can see you from the bomb or whatever type of start uh, you know they're happen to be running at that particular race it becomes a very solitary effort and at that point desert racing becomes something completely different for me anyway desert racing becomes something that i'm doing just for me and that's not because i can't win a bunch of races i mean it's infrequent that i win a race it's infrequent that i podium uh so I think that you start viewing what it is you're doing in the desert in completely different terms if you are the average person. 
I mean, at the end of the day, only one person can actually win a race, right? I mean, I suppose more than one person can win a race because we break it up into different classes. So one person is going to win the class. Everybody else is out there just racing around, and they're getting some other, getting something else from a desert race. So I kind of look at a desert race like life. I guess you could say for me, desert racing is life. It's the constant challenge to continually do better, to not give up, to be faced with immense obstacles that you think you don't have, have it in you to, to overcome, and yet you still find a way. Because once you set out on that adventure of, of completing a desert race, there is no turning back. The people that do this type of thing, they don't, they don't have quit in their vocabulary. It's illustrated time and time again with every race when you see people who, who they, they take forever to finish a race because they just will not quit. And you can't really gauge the success or failure of someone who's racing a desert race based on how long it takes them to do it. Of course, you have the fast riders who, who ride you know, at, the, at the top level who, who base their success and failures based on how long it takes them to finish and where they place in that finish. But we're talking about a small percentage of people who actually race desert. Everybody else is out there racing for something else. They're racing for the very things that I just, that I just brought up. It's a, it's a battle amongst yourself. You are, you're there alone. You, you rarely ride around with a group of people. If you're lucky, you know, maybe they're, you, you might link up with one, two, or three people that you ride through the race. But for the most part, in a long desert race, you're racing that race by yourself and faced with all the challenges that life presents you. You know, self-doubt. Can I do this? Should I be doing this? I mean, hell, we face the should I do this every time we go to a race and every time we leave a race because it's rare that we go to a race where someone doesn't get hurt. It's just the nature of riding a motorcycle. And we decide that we're going to take those motorcycles and we're going to ride them in some of the most inhospitable terrain that we can possibly find, and we call that a race. We call that fun. Most people would say that we're crazy. I remember asking the checker kids when they were over talking about the desert racing and growing up in District 37, and I asked some of the girls that, that very question, what do, your, what do your friends think when you tell them that you, desert, that you race desert? And some of the girls said that they think that, that you're crazy. And I know that's to be true because I get a lot of people that tell me when I try and explain to them what a desert race is, they tell me that I'm crazy. You add to that the fact that, I mean, I've almost given my life in the pursuit of whatever this is. And people still say that I'm crazy because I go out there, because I go out there and I do it, I continue to do it. And my story is not unique. The story of getting hurt in the desert or having a bad accident is not unique. You know, it's just something that happens and we face it. And most people come back from that. So that kind of got me thinking, why is it that I would continue to do this? And I said earlier, to me, desert racing is life. Well, it's my life. You know, I'll take it a step further. You know, I look at my life and what's important in my life, and I would have to say that the most important thing in my life is my family. And the definition of family for most people can be can be a very broad term. Uh, I don't have a huge family. Uh, you know, so I see some people that they've just got huge families, lots of brothers and sisters and cousins and aunts and uncles, and I don't have that. Um, yeah, I have a very small family, 
and I found desert racing on my own. It was not something that, that, uh, that I was born into. I just happened to stumble across it. And so my family, my blood, does not understand why it is that I do what I do. The passion for what it is, the passion that I have for what it is that I do. And I think, for me anyway, that what I found in the desert is family. And that's why I go. You know, you get this question asked a lot of times, you know, man, if, uh, if you were up against it, if you were in the thick of it, who would you call? And most people say they would call their family. And the answer for me is the same. I would call my family. But my family really is my desert family. My family is my SoCal family. I can't think of one person that I'm in SoCal with that if I called at 3 in the morning and I was up against it, that they wouldn't drop everything and come and get me. And that's what family is, and that's what I have found in the desert. And that's what, that's to me, that's what desert racing is. And that's something that's extremely difficult to explain to people who don't, who don't understand what it is that we do and don't have, don't have that group. I can't think of one single friend that I have that I would call a close friend that does not race desert. And, and it's not even desert racing. I think that what we have is something that's unique to District 37. Because all of my friends are in District 37. Most of my friends are in SoCal. It's the, it's the club that I'm in. And, and I, I like to say that I chose a club, but really I chose a family. And I think that they chose me. Um, and every club is kind of similar to that. Uh, you, you seem to find the club that fits for you, and they become your family. I've never been in another club, and I don't know how other clubs operate. All I know is that, uh, all I know is that, that club is my family. And that's just an extension of District 37. District 37 is a family. Every single person in District 37 would give up their race, give the shirt off their back, take a part off of their bike so that you could keep going, give you a spare tire. If you were hungry, feed you a meal. If you were thirsty, give you a drink. Console you when you're at your very lowest. Uh, celebrate with you when you're at your very highest. And I've raced a lot of different racing organizations, and I've never found anything that it compares with what we have in District 37. And I think that that's probably something that people just don't understand. I thought it was important to sit down and kind of talk about some of these things. It's something that, uh, that, that's heavy on my heart day in and day out. My thoughts are consumed morning, noon, and night with racing the people that I know through racing, getting to a race, uh, thinking about last week's race, thinking about how I can help to make this sport better, thinking about how I can help to unite the people that are that race in District 37. You know, helping to play a very small part in something that is much greater than me. So those are all interesting things that I, I think about quite often. And desert racing isn't just about me. And like I said, 20 different people would give you 20 different answers. I'm just giving you my answer. And it's something that, uh, that rattles around in my head. And I thought that uh, now would be a perfect time for me to throw it out there. I'm curious, what's desert racing to you? It's certainly something that uh, we don't really talk about too often. I mean, the debate rages on and on and on about what is actually a desert race. You know, a desert race should only be a heron hound. A desert race should only be a desert scramble. That uh, Euro scrambles aren't desert races. Grand Prix aren't desert races. 
And I think that's all for the, everybody has a different opinion on what should pay desert points and what shouldn't pay desert points and what we should call a desert race and what we can't call a desert race. But to me, it's all racing. And most of them are in the desert. And really what makes desert racing desert is the family that comes with it. When I go to a Grand Prix, I see thousands of people at those races. And I, look, I consider them all to be my family. Me, you, any other person that goes to one of those races could walk from camp to camp and ask for anything. And the people at those races would willingly give it to you. That makes them your family. That makes, to me, that's the definition of what desert racing is. It's family. I know for certain if I was in the desert and I rode from club to club, wherever they were camped, and asked for anything, they would, they would give it to me without question. And not just me, anybody. So does that really make what we do in the desert and what happens at a Grand Prix that much different? I know we like to have this long conversation about points and how we should earn points and all those kinds of stuff. And you know what? We'll eventually find what's the right answer to that. But I guess what, uh, what has moved me to think so hard on this topic and, and moved me even further to share is that I see, I see so much division in my family over the direction that desert racing should go and what should pay points and what shouldn't pay points and what's a race and what's not a race. And I say people, I see people who would otherwise embrace each other, sometimes look at each other crossly because they have different opinions on how we should pay points. And I understand that, you know, we, we all race to earn points and earn that plate. I'm, I do it. I mean, I go to races because I want to earn the points and I want to earn the plate. But I, I had to stop and think about it, about why it is that I race and why I go to the desert and why I go to Grand Prix and why I do all of what it is that I do. If they didn't pay points, would I still go? Would I go do that? Would I, would I completely leave what it is that I know to be family if I wasn't earning something from it? And the, for me, the answer is 100% no because I have found my family. And I think, or maybe I just want to believe, that most people who race District 37 feel the same way. From club to club, from racer to racer, that they would keep coming for the family aspect of, of what this is. I can't think of anything in my life that I do that is 100% blind to race, creed, color, religion, or anything else. Because when you go out there, all you are is part of a District 37 family. And I think that's what makes District 37 great. And to me, that's what desert racing is. So I pose to you this question, and it's not one that you need to answer to me or even answer to each other, but maybe answer to yourselves. What is desert racing to you? You might be interested with the answer that you give yourself when no one else is around. I would hope that the answer that you would give yourself is something similar to how I feel about it, that we're all a big family. And I'm not sharing any of this because I feel like, uh, like I need to share it to somehow get out of 
the inevitable question that we're going to have to answer about what points should be paid for what races. I guess maybe I share part of this, uh, or share this partly because I'm hoping that when we eventually get to answering that question, that whoever's not happy with the answer remembers that we're all family and we're going to try and work our way towards what works best for our family, our District 37 family, for every rider that races in District 37. So, once again, short podcast, uh, but I hopefully, hopefully I've shared with you something that means something, and I'm hoping that uh, it gives uh, anybody who listens uh, a chance to kind of stop and think about why it is that we do what we do. And I tell you what, I can't wait to see all of my family in the desert or at a GP, whichever the case may be. So as always, we'll see you at the races. And thank you for listening to the Wide Open Podcast.